All right, let's get Crooked Media in here. Here we go. Gentlemen, hey welcome. How's it going, y'all? How's it going, everybody? You're good. Oh, okay, well, good. We're going, we're doing, we're doing well. We are very glad to have you. We are very glad to uh to dive into another side of the the music industry, which is what you guys with videos and, and such. So um Lisa and Matt, you guys know them a little more better than we do. You want to start the, and then we'll just let it morph into what it morphs into. Matt for Lisa. Oh, okay, okay, I got <laughs> Very it. Before we get started, okay. So Crooked Media um, has done work with some of your favorite artists that we play here on the Sound. They've done videos for West Creek. They've done videos for Kingdom Collapse. Guys, if you wouldn't mind. Kevin. Now keep going. I was trying something. Just keep okay. going. Guys, if you wouldn't mind, would you please introduce yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Kevin. Uh, my last name is Kreisel. I am the uh, founder of Cryptic Media. And uh, this is Anthony. Hey, everybody. Uh, like you said, I'm George Anthony, and uh, I have been with Cryptic Media for two years now. Okay. So when you guys, one of the things that I think a lot of bands, as they're coming into the market and they start to elevate a little bit and they get maybe a little bit of cash or they're starting to try and push their brand a little bit more. That's really where you get involved, Jonathan Norris. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you find? I, we're always telling bands, at least uh, I know Matt and I are in what we do, um, telling bands they've got to have, if they want to have and grow their brand, not only do they need bang and tracks, they really need top tier content. They've got to be putting out content that's going to grab the attention. It's going to be relevant. It's going to capture the essence of the, of the tracks that they're putting out. What is What are you guys finding? What is your role, I guess, in the market? How do you guys go about getting in contact with people, making those music videos, and then supplying that relevant content to the bands? Tell us about your process. So I guess I'll kind of take you back to the start and why Crooked Media formed. Truthfully, I was in a band. Um, I played drums, and uh, uh, Anthony was uh, a guitarist, and so that's how we had met each other way back when, um, in the early two thousands. Um, and like most people, you know, you look at, you know, what does my future look like, and in terms of what your wants are. And for me personally, it, it was you know wanting to have a family one day, and so you know sometimes it's hard to match those lifestyles. And for me, I deviated. I deviated from the music path and uh, actually went into uh, the retail environment, uh, which I still do to this day. Um, but the reason why Crooked Media exists is because I went to college for cinematography and design. Um, and for one, making sure that I didn't completely waste the degree that I was working towards. Um, but two, I saw where there's this huge gap, right, where you see a demand for content building, but the reality of achieving that is not as tangible. And you see a lot of these bands that are starting to have amazing music um, and can, you know, fall into um, different uh, streaming apps or get into like different uh, different ways to get their music out there. But you said it earlier, best, you know, people want to have something that really sparks their interest and their attention. Um, and I think that that's something that we've been able to have fun with doing. Uh, our first and foremost priority out of anything is that part. Like, we're not here to pull a profit. Uh, I know that sounds super contradictory uh, to any business model, 
but we do this for fun, and it's been growing to the point to where it sustains itself, and then puts a little money into our pocket, which is cool. I think it's the best business model anybody could have. You can show up and have fun with what you're doing, um, and then you know be able to invest back into the community that you once lived in. Uh, you're, you're now doing a service to that community. Anthony, is there anything you kind of want that? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I was just really going to echo off of that is the biggest thing we push is, is family, right? Because we have families of our own, but also, you know, the, the I guess if you want to call them clients, the bands that we work with um, are like family to us too. You know, they're, they're friends outside of the creativity, and I think that kind of makes everything else flow that much easier and uh, much more organically when we actually get on set and start, you know, hashing things out. So uh, really just about family and togetherness, and it's, it's been like that from the start started as a friendship and now it's going into this full-fledged uh creative media company that we have gone so that's really all of it. so what other clients i mean you guys are in the san antonio area correct yes yeah we're okay. based out of san antonio um to date we've primarily done local artists um we've, i believe we've had the opportunity to work with the best local artists that we have you know and uh We've grown, I think, mutually together, which has been really exciting. I, I, I tell most of the people that we work with that this is going to be a trend, right? Because it's not a one and done. Our goal, again, is not to get rich off of you. Our goal is to see you succeed and you continue to grow your platform. And what's the, the coolest thing for us is to say that we're part of the ride, right? Like, that, that's for us. The other thing, too, I think that has allowed us to continue to do this uh, in the most fun way is that we don't take on every project we're offered. We're offered lots of projects throughout the year, Jonathan. I feel like half of this interview is going to be Jonathan interjecting here. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm only putting up half his comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just somebody mute Jonathan. But uh, yeah. it's been a tremendous journey working with the guys from Team Collapse. So major shout out to Team Collapse. Um, yeah, in, in terms of like, you know, who we started with and who we've worked with. Crooked Media, in some way, shape, or form, has been around uh, since early 2011, uh, but was just a thing that kind of existed. We didn't really try to push it. We didn't try to commercialize it. We didn't try to, uh, you know, push it into what it is today. Even in today, it's still, I think, in its infancy. For what it is, like we don't take on more than maybe about five or six projects, and we only take on the projects that we want to do, the projects that we're going to be passionate about, that we're going to give 120 percent into, to work late night hours, you know, to, to whatever it is that we have to do to help these these bands, which we call our teams, success. You know, like that. That's that's where we have invested most of our time and our energy. Um, not that we couldn't take on other projects, but. What are we going to be passionate about? What are we really going to want to do? So all the projects that you see, we've taken on because we want. Um, we've truly been our own boss. There's nobody driving this ship uh, other than what we've decided to take on. Um, and the bands that we work with, we feel super privileged to work with. Uh, yes, you know King Collapse. Yes, you know West Creek. Uh, but we do work with some other unique style of artists. Uh, we have a, a duo... Um, that we've worked with in the past that has more of an electronic vibe, kind of like a uh, uh, 21 Pilots kind of vibe. Um, we've worked with uh, some older clientele, some some uh, guys in the band that 
that like to do, you know, more of an experimental kind of sound, and like an older, like a 1984 kind of vibe to it. And so we worked with, with bands like that. And then we've gotten into heavy stuff. Like I, I was watching the Architects video earlier. I'm a huge fan of Architects. Now I will say though, I had to backtrack a little bit because you guys were talking about bands that sound like other bands. That song is a complete Bring Me the Horizon style song. Now I dig it because I'm a huge Bring Me the Horizon fan. Uh, but the other band that you guys played definitely sounded uniquely different, and I love the creativity of that. Who haven't shot it? Well done, the band. I've been as. Well, it sounds like you guys have mostly grown then really from word of mouth, Um, a very organic, you know, slow burn up to getting, I guess, more and more, you know, clientele and again, staying passionate about what you do. Why don't we, do we have a, we do, why don't we take a look at one of the videos that you've done, the latest single from Kingdom Collapse, and then we can maybe talk about it in the comments. I don't want to do it. And that will lead perfectly (laughs) onto my question. Yeah. All right, here it is. This is Kingdom Collapse and Never Be Like You, and you are watching the sound. Damn good all video. All right, there it is. Damn so good there, video. Question, and I had the same question earlier. Uh, Jonathan and David, when are we going to see you? Uh, Jonathan says soon. There we go. Nice, nice. Uh, I, so, think, I think Matt had a question. Yeah, before we're going in the video, Matt, why don't you kick it off? Yeah. So, as Jonathan was in the comments, I was actually going to use "Never Be Like You" as an example. So, Lisa was talking about your process. So, how long and how do you get to from Jonathan per se coming to you and being like, "Kevin, I've got this single. I need a music video. Here's my concept." From that to the end product. What's the process? Is there a lot of back and forth going? Is there a lot of like doodling stuff down and finding venues and stuff? It's it's not a quick process, I presume. It's it's not. In, in, it's in my dog's here. Sorry, um, he wants to jump in and tell us what's going yeah, on. Yeah, all good. But um, it, it is it's a longer process now. I will say our process has changed considerably now that Kingdom Collapse tours the majority of the year, um, and so. The way that we work together has changed. In the early days, it was okay. Let's really sit down. Let's you know build a concept out of it. Let's start kind of drafting things out, storyboard. You know more of your traditional timeline. As we're now, we've worked together so many times. Matter of fact, I had to write this down. We've done eleven Kingdom Collapse music videos today. We've done every music video that they have done. So when I say growing together, like part of the family, that's that's it, right? That's a, a, a real-world example where we're with you for life. Um, now, at some point, I joke with John all the time. He needs to go find some massive you know, studio to go, you know, Michael Bay, his next music video. But, uh, you know, till then, we'll keep trucking with him. But it, as far as the process, I, I'm kind of side-steering here. The process is, the way it works now is, as they're writing their music, we're building ideas with that music. And so we'll have various touch points depending on where they're at in their tour schedule. And then we'll, we'll kind of start with the end in mind. Okay, when do we need to release it? Then let's work backwards from there. When can we physically get together and film this? Um, then before that, when can we go in and physically start jotting out our ideas? Um, it's almost kind of like 
as we're listening to the song, we're, we're fantasia in it in our heads, right? It's like, what is it that we're seeing? What is it that we want to bring to life? Uh, most times, John is actually uh, a great co-pilot in the directing part. He, he actually directs uh, a fair bit of what we see as well. Um, it, he has such a strong vision in what it is that he, he wants to achieve in his music direction. So we put a lot of work into it. But it, it, it differs on the band. Uh, but as far as like from start to finish, you're talking about two to three months um, from, from concept to, to final product. Uh, now that's not like a consecutive group of work. It may be, you know, three or four days editing here, a couple of days editing here, then we'll have final proofs for the uh, Then we'll start the teaser process and then we'll keep that a final. Uh, but yeah, total, total of about two to three months on the long run. Yeah, so long time, won't you? Carry on, Kevin. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask is, uh, so we have bands from all over that watch this and stuff like that. So is there an opportunity for you guys to travel to a band or do you have the bands travel to you guys? Um, so we're not against either option. Um, like I said, I, I do view crooked media as one um, because it's organically growing into what it is. Uh, and, and that's been a cool thing to see. Um, in terms of like travel, we've been offered to travel. Um, we've had some bands offer to a hotel and all that. Um, they ultimately didn't work out because of various timelines. Uh, when tour schedules have a lot to do with it. We're, for the most part, out of COVID, so everybody's back on the road, right? Everybody's saying right. they're fast and furious. Some bands are almost putting out two albums because they did so much writing during the pandemic. Um, so it, it, it just comes down to timelines and all that. We're not against it, but uh, certainly we could, we could, uh, Post a situation where if somebody wanted to come to San Antonio, we could work something out. We, we, we are looking for more bands. Yes. I think yeah. I heard uh, first thing I want to say is kudos to you for the LD50 hanging up behind you in the background. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring that up too because I also see uh, the used up there, I think. And Blink 182. And... Yeah, I thought that's what that was. Yeah, but I was like yeah. staring down the LD50. <laughs> yeah, uh, the product of that generation. Uh, yeah. Early 90s, early 2000s. Uh, even into some of these other things, but I, I like the range of music. I like the heavy stuff. I keep joking with Jonathan from Keenan Collapse, but this is a reality. He needs to make vinyl, so I can put it on my wall. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would buy it. Uh, yeah. So, John, I know you're listening. Make, make vinyl. Come on. Hmm. We need uh, vinyl, Jonathan. My, my question was, I, well, first, I, I love to hear like the passion part of it. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, that's why all of us are here on this side of the screen is that it's the same thing. We just love music and we love hearing the new stuff and hearing the new bands. We've talked to some other artists before that uh, you, you said something interesting that it's not the thing that you're surviving solely on right now. Right. Did, did I hear you correctly in saying that? Yeah, it's, it's, you're casting a net, right? I mean, and look at how many different social media platforms are out there. So like when we cut a music video, that music video needs to be shot with a few things in mind. Um, most music videos are shot with a, there can be a standard 16 by 9 format or that 21 by 9, which is a wider screen format, which you saw in that last music video. So, um, but how do we frame things so that that way they can be used uh, on multi-platforms, right? Like Instagram stories, um, TikTok, 
right? And everything has different timelines. And so it, it, there's a whole new complexity uh, to the social media environment now that we we aim to help support bands with as well, right? Um, so as we're doing music videos, we don't just do music videos. Ah, there we go. Vinyl's coming. I love it. Um, we don't just do music videos. We're doing the social media aspects, right? We're, we're looking at what is your Instagram story going to look like? What's your Facebook story going to look like? Are you going to do a, a YouTube short? Are you going to do, um, what do you want that aspect ratio to be? What's that time frame you need to do? Because at this point, you've got to get everything everywhere. It has to be everywhere. And TikTok is more of that, I call it the ADHD environment, where it's like you want fast, fast, quick things that can potato yeah, chips hit the hook and go, right? As we're maybe more of that slower enjoying, you know, you're sitting down and watching. Uh, yeah, it's a completely different landscape now. And, you know, this is just a portion of that. And we're super passionate to be able to provide that for bands uh, without a huge large expense. I, I guess where I was going with it more though is it is is this your full time gig or do you yeah. still have yeah okay so I bring that up to say that and, and you mentioned it earlier I, I think that's awesome we've talked to some other artists before um, Kevin you'll have to help me with the name but the guy that sold his logging company and then that allowed him fire, uh, fire follows yes and and he he had a great story and one of the things I loved about it and kind of sounds like your situation is is that. A lot of bands that we see on the internet or we meet live, like, you know, they're passionate, they want to do it, they go all in and that's great, but it can leave you vulnerable um, and financially, right? In a lot of ways, and either you could get taken advantage of or you don't have the right resources, you can't adequately produce your music or get the videos made. So I love hearing your side of things as to where like, you're still, you know, I'm assuming like working a, a regular job, which allows you then to be selective about what you do, put the right amount of time into it, and then make a great product. And I hope I hope anybody that's in a, a band, artist, whatever, listening to that because you have to balance the two. It's great to go all in. I, I, I respect that. But if you do it and you, you go all in and you can't afford, Lisa, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, you can't afford to put the product out right, you just shot yourself in the foot before you ever started the race. Yeah, there's no point. Right, and, and you I don't know, have the like, visuals to go with the audio. You're 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 only halfway there. There's it's a saying out there that says you got to spend money to make money. Oh yeah, right? you have to invest in yourself continually. And so there are times where we, we talk to bands and they throw out these. They want the Michael Bay performance, right? But they have twenty dollars to their name for that, right. right? And it's like you also have to start within your reality. Right? And how do you continue to build those things up? The joy for us is that we do have some of that flexibility. Like I said earlier, this is not our full-time business, right? Like this is our passion project. We do it because we want to do it. Right? We don't do it just to survive. So I think that's your advantage. I think that's your advantage. Oh, 100 percent Yeah, because we're not, it's not, oh, let me get as many projects as I can get in this month and just crank out a bunch of content because I need to keep my platform going. Correct. That's my, that was my point. Yeah. No, it's the other way around. It's, hey, let's, you know what? I didn't like the way this part of the music video was shot. I'm going to take my time out of my time and go reshoot something. Or, hey, you know what? I thought of another location that may work better. Let me reinvest into your project that we're doing to where we can get things to where we want them to be. So we can get out the best product that we possibly can. Um, or, hey, you know what? We need to work at different intervals 
and work on these projects throughout the year. That's okay too. You know, we're we're here to support the bands that we partner with because uh, it truly is that partnership, right? Like, you know, you don't you don't do eleven music videos with a band by just trying to make money. There's a partnership there. Right? That's yeah. that's something that we've been super thankful for um, to do, and we would love more of those opportunities if they present themselves. You know, in the coming years, you know, maybe at some point this does become. Um, that true money-making machine, uh, but that's not our goal. That's not our intent in mind. Our intent is to truly be that uh, community support um, and help these bands that we personally believe in and want to see continue to grow their their craft and their skill. And you said earlier, it comes through their visuals, right? It's it's a two-edged part, right? Like there's there's an art to music videos um, and there's an art to music. They go hand in hand, and they can really tack on that extra element um, to the experience of what that is. I, th I think that's why you'll succeed is because that's your foundation and that, that it, and it, and it may be a longer rise, you know what I mean? But that's great. That's, that's, that's the way to go. Um, Lisa and Matt, y'all both said it earlier, like this is a video based world. Like this is a music based show, but it's online and like music videos are more important than they ever have been, whether you like that or not. And I get both sides of the argument. Like, uh, there was an article not too long ago. I forget the, it was a major artist. It's like, I just want to be a, a, a songwriter. I don't want to do all these other things. And it's like, respect but that's either pay somebody to do it if you have the money but complaining about it it ain't going to change that that's how it is that's how it is period either, either uh, that or sell your sell your songs and make your money that way if you don't want to be in the visual market yep. then if you're a songwriter sell right. your songs, write, them and sell them. write you a check and move on your way right but how, how do you exactly. market how do you market yourself if you're doing that you still and got that's it. a word yeah. of mouth game yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I, I read an article game. not too long ago that the the music video is dying, but it's not because like Kevin films like a three minute long video for a song, right? That's three minutes worth of 30 second content that the band's got that they can cut up and post out on social media and advertise themselves and grow themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. T TRL and MTV are not what they used to be for my generation, but YouTube is. And even further past that, like you just said, Matt, you put it on YouTube and then you chop the shit out of it, right? And then spackle that all over every one of these platforms that we're all on right now. And that's mm. the game. It, it really is. And then, you know, getting back to what Kevin was saying that, you know, you take that content and that you've got to format it for all the different platforms because you need to go ahead and execute that then all over your social medias, which all require a different size, right? But then the beauty of it is you can take that three minute video, right? You can put the hook in there to any sequence of that video that you wish. And you can even just combine images, right? To flash across the screen. It doesn't have to be a continuous video. It could just be images flashing across the screen with the hook. And there it is. You can use that anywhere. So I think doing the music video is still super important, but what are you using it for in the end is really the bigger picture. 100 yeah. percent it's cool for me to hear y'all say um that you i guess you go into the shoot whether you want to do you said 16 by 9 or i forget what the, what's the wider one 21 by 9 um which is starting to get into what you call more of an anamorphic aspect ratio 
Um, right, but you're you're framing that shot regardless if it's sixteen by nine or or the other one. You're framing that shot knowing that you might slice a TikTok Instagram live out of it, and that's killer. That that means you're to me, you know, it's like I, you're up to date and you know why why we're doing what we're doing. It ain't just because it's the nineteen eighties and nineties yeah. and it's MTV. No, it's like yeah, mm. but it's updated. That's killer. Mm. But, you know, I think the right. it's just what we said about creating a story, right? Because essentially, as a music video um, company, we're, we're storytelling without words, right? And that story should be a compliment to whatever that song is, what that artist kind of had in mind. Um, now, there are times where you do parody music videos. Like, I think somebody had talked about uh, Avoid earlier, which I'm a huge Avoid fan. I love their music videos. They're super cool. Um, I would love to do some more of that kind of content in the future. That'd be funny. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's the, it's the storytelling that goes hand in hand into it. You know, I, like I think of some of the early music videos that we did with Team of Flaps. Some of their best music videos in accompaniment to the actual song itself are the ones that are like true visual tales, right? They're telling a story that people can relate to, or maybe they haven't relate, but somehow they connect with that individual in that music video. So I think of like Suffer, like the first music video that we did together, right? You know, that took you on this ride of revenge. You know, it wasn't just, yeah. you know, somebody dealt with a heartache. It was, I'm going to go kick some ass at the end with it too. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's it's being able to share those stories that can be relatable and enjoy. Uh, that's the coolest part for me. And, uh, my wife hates it because all the time I'm constantly showing her music videos. Hey, does this make sense? Or hey, uh, what do you think here? And she's like, Would you just stop showing me these songs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's definitely like I me and Lisa had this conversation back along with the whole is the music video dead or whatever. And in my opinion, like I'll take the architect's video for instance, right? The whole music video of the band stood there playing has been killed to death, right? And like we'll take the Ashen Embers song there. They're they're telling a story about the song. I'm more than likely going to go and watch the Ashen Embers Happy Song more times on YouTube than I am the Architects one because I get that story and I get that concept of the band's vision behind the song. Mm -hmm. And and then you know the marketing aspect of it too, right? It's it's kind of like when you're watching YouTube or even go old school and say watching TV. Right, and an advertisement comes on TV, and you start seeing these repeat things that are happening. Something in your subconscious is happening, or suddenly you start thinking about these things that you're seeing repeatedly. And the same is said to be true in a music video, right? Like you can come up with the greatest stories in the world, but are you selling the band or not? And I think that's a key difference, right? And so I think that's where you know. The bands that we work with, they tap you. They understand this. Where it's you're marketing their faces, right? You're marketing their image, and you have total control of that image. And so those are the things that you really want to make sure that you're careful in crafting, while also selling that great visual novel uh, or storytelling that you're sharing, um, which has been really neat to do. You know, in, in terms of the growth aspect, it's really helpful to have you out. <laughs> So, you know, being able to be at a place now where I can't afford to have a partnership in this, uh, Anthony's truly helped take this to the next level. 
in terms of having that extra creativity. Uh, the hardest thing to do, and I'm sure any musician can relate to this, is constantly living in a creative space. At some point, you hit a roadblock. At some point, you hit uh, this this wall of, yeah, I can't. I don't even know what to do. Here. Like I can't think. I, it's not coming to me. Like the creative juices just are not flowing for me. And being able to have the needs of the game is super helpful. Uh, be able to keep the creativity going, um, and not only that, push what we're able to do. Right, because I, I think when I was more of a uh, the solo aspect in working with bands, it was I don't know where you go. Uh, we're kind of pushing the edges of what we may be able to possibly. When Anthony comes in and he's like, "Oh no, we can tell you that. Here's how," and then we'll start figuring it out. And the cool thing about the bands that we've worked with is that because we have some more of that flexibility and that time, they let us take risks. They let us take chances. Um, there's a new music video that's going to be coming up. Uh, with West Creek, it's dropping actually this uh, Friday. Friday. Um, that's one of the first music videos that we've ever done green screen on. Uh, so we're trying some different elements. Uh, we're also looking at 3D environments, things like that, that we can start to really push the envelope and what we're capable of doing. Um, so again, at the end of the day, support bands and help with yeah. the so there's lots of parts. It's not a case of you just go and film a music video. There's lots of parts of what you both do. So I'm going to ask this to both of you. What part of what you do do you love the most? Yeah, I, I love being able to show up and just be creative, right? We, we both touched on the fact that um, this is not our, our full-time gig all the time. So, you know, going from and seeing this all come full circle from being a musician for so long and, you know, having those shows and those practices where you just get to break away from, you know, real life and, and you know, express yourself. Well, that's, that's what this is like too, right? At, at this stage of the game, we're able to step into the, the music video set and we're able to, you know, hash out all our ideas. Like he was saying, every, every uh, creative runs into a block and uh, it almost seems like whenever he runs into a mental block, it's like, oh, hey, I got an idea. And, and then when I... And not able to formulate an idea he's right there and he's like here's what we're going to do you know and so to to the artists it, it looks like you've got it all figured out but we're creatives too and on the back end of it we're trying to formulate as we go with the different ideas that we put in there so um i think it's it's awesome to see it um you know as a partnership now and uh you know just see everything that we're going to not only putting out now but what we're going to be able to put out in the future. that's just like a band i mean right that's, 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 that's no that. different uh, we, we, in, 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 you know, like I said earlier, uh, like Jonathan likes to, you know, do some co-directing. We encourage that, you know, like, what is your vision? Like, we can come up with ideas all day long, but it's your product, your right. product, you know, your stamp, your name, your seal of approval. And so um, a lot of times things just start in the cloud of ideas, right? And we start to narrow in locations and talent and um, what props do we need? You know, are there things that we're going to need to get uh, cleared out uh, legally, you know, to make sure that we're able to get away from a location or whatever. Um, but you asked what is the coolest part? I'll say this selfishly. We're fans of the bands before anything. We get to hear the music before anybody else. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's the perfect answer. That really yeah, is the perfect the answer. songs before anybody even knows what the heck they are. So that's, that's like a true... That's a that's true really test that lets me know that you're you're in it for the right reasons. We we've talked about it on the show before. 
to know if you're a real music junkie, if you want to test somebody on the street, ask them what their favorite band is. And if they, if they pause and go, Oh man, I like what genre, what year, what, you know, very, it, that they're usually a music junkie. If you oh, can't yeah. answer that question, you know, very few people just answer it right away that are really into music. Some people do, but it's rare. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, what, who is this? I don't know. I've got a, I've got a question. Can we talk about costs? Yes. Is that sure. on the table? Okay. So hi, I've got a band. Uh, we've been, we put out a few singles. Uh, we're working with a producer, me and the boys, our day jobs. We work in overtime, saved up a little bit of money, right? We really, this next single, this is it for us. We really, our producer agrees. This is going to go to radio. We got a little bit to put to a radio campaign. We really want to push hard. What can you do for us to try to get us that execution across our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube to help elevate this song? Got a little bit of money. How much is going to cost us for you to knock this out? That's a great question. And I'll answer it in this way. We have to live within our realities. And so the way the framework of a music video comes to play is I'm kind of like your pick your own parts and bring them to my shop and we're going to piece this possible. What I mean by that is that the first thing that you want to do is frame out what your story is. If you've already done that, you've done a portion of the work, right? You're coming with a part. Um, the second thing is we have to nail in dates and see what's realistic for us uh, from a filming perspective. How many dates are we required to film at? Uh, do those locations require a police presence or a uh, physical payout in order to obtain uh, some places in charge by the hour? Some places are free. Those are the best places to save money. If you have access to those places, let's use them, right? Um, the other thing would be the props. What kind of props do you need physically in this video? Uh, if you can provide that, that saves you time and money. Um, if you want to have talent in your music video, meaning not your band itself, but actors, actresses, um, or makeup, visual arts, these are all things that can layer on uh, to be that cost. Our job is we kind of play a bit of your financial advisement process. Say, hey, let's start way up here and let's start looking at what's realities. If your budget is X, and let's work here and see what we can do. As a standard formality, we typically start with typical video day shoot around 500 bucks. And then the editing can charge differently. And then we can have social media packages that charge differently. But for a day's worth of shoot, you're looking at about 500 dollars. And we'll stretch that day if we need to. There's been times where we've shot way into the night overnight. Uh, there's been times where we start very early in the morning, and then we're working all day. Um, that last music video that you saw, that you guys shared, um, that was shot all day. Um, it was hot. It was hot, too. We weren't in the AC at all. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll put ourselves in the extremes if, if that's what we need to do um, to give you guys the visuals. Um, so, so if I'm looking for that package, though, for – you know, like I described, you know, for my social media platforms and, and whatnot, if I came to you with like three grand, four grand, is it going to require that? Is it going to require a little bit less? If I'm looking for that real top tier, if I'm saying, no, I want you to handle it all, is that plausible? I, so 
anything around the $30,000 mark is going to be like it. uh, It's going to be a great starting place. Um, we've done videos as low as $1,000. Um, if, if we act, that's what we need to do. Now, it's going to come up to how much you're working on your end to provide those resources, right? Um, but I don't think that there's a budget that we couldn't work with in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Because we would want to help you. If we're taking on your project, we want to help you. Uh, I, I, that's, that's a... In terms of, you know, where the ceilings are, the most common things that I see people needing is location and money. Those are like the two like kind of basic things that you're looking for. Uh, we are personally, Anthony has his own arsenal of lights, uh, so we're personally building our own uh, light options and light packages um, that we just include to the base price. It's like, hey, if you're shooting with us, you get the lights for free. Uh, but if we have to outsource that, then it just comes down to what we're able to negotiate. But when I said that we work like your financial advisor, we're working to help you save money. Our goal is not, hey, uh, Lisa, oh, you got 3000 Yeah, I'm going to get you this base package, and I'm going to pocket a couple grand on the side. Right. That's not my goal. My goal is how much more fun can we have in the process by hiring on more talent, having fun with what it is that we're doing to make the end experience even better. Because at the end of the day, we're not just investing in you. We're investing to both of us. Oh, it's your uh, name on it at the end of the day. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, that goes back to the video we mentioned earlier in the show, right? Of the, of the producers charging for the amps that they already had yep. in the studio and chart. Y'all got to go watch that video. I swear. I, bu I bought this amp 20 years ago, but I'm going to charge the band a hundred dollars a day to use it. Yeah. Right. And then so. charge for the other amp. If we used it once and do it's, it's ex the exact opposite of what you guys just said is what was common practice with producing and recording a record you know, it's not, you know, late nineties, early two thousands. So it's great to hear you guys say that, that you're the opposite of that. And that, that's, that's absolutely amazing. Um, I, I do have one more question unless Lisa or Kevin, you want to say anything, uh, ask anything before, before I shoot it out, Kevin, no, go ahead. Okay. The, my question was, and I think we lost Matt. Is he, he looks, uh, he looks, yeah, he looks, he looks uninterneted. <laughs> Matt looks gone. Maybe he's That's doing some lemon drop shots. Yeah. But, but I, I love I love everything that you guys have said so far tonight. And I love the honesty on Lisa's question with the pricing. Uh, if you're listening to this guy's live replay, whatever that that's an honest answer because there are a ton of variables that go into something like a video shoot, right? You could have no extras, nobody else free location. Uh, you know, guys, just please get me something that looks cinematic and I need to get it on the internet. And, and you're saying like a $500 day add on for editing, whatever. Right. Or you can, you can put the bells and whistles on it. And any one of those I think could, could do really well, just depending on the creativity and the power of the song. Right. Um, so, so that was a great answer. My question is we have a independent artist audience. If it's a band that's just getting started, that's never branched out into the music video thing yet. Right. Uh, I heard you already say that you will you love to work with their idea if they bring the idea to you even better. But what about what about the performance side and the camera side when they have like I'm you know if you're in a band you play live you've had the lights you've had the this and the that but you've never had that camera in your face and you've never had to uh, interact with not people being there right like there's not a live audience 
uh, there, it's kind of, it's a set, right? Like ha- had you coached bands through that or. Absolutely. We're talking not going to let you just go there. I mean, unless yeah. that is like literally, you know, the creative idea around it. Um, our goal is to, we're going to push you just as you're going to push us, right? And if there's a story or a visualization that you're looking for, you're going to want to push us to being able to see if that's possible. Likewise, we're pushing you like, hey, you know what? That last move didn't work. Hey, you know what? The framing on this, we need to fix. Or, hey, the energy didn't match what you were saying. We're constantly doing that. Um, there's been multiple times where I'm like, you know what? I didn't like that at all. Let's redo it. Right, and so we'll invest that time. Uh, it, we're truly here to be with you uh, to get you the best property. Uh, I, I think that's again, it just goes into that total package, right? Where it's we're in this with you, and we're going to push each other to see what's possible and what more we can do. Because um, we are, we're controlling the narrative of how you're presenting yourself. You truly are. Yeah, your name's on it as well. Just like their name's on the song, your name's on the video, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Now, those are great questions. Um, I do, I want to switch gears for a minute. Can I announce a giveaway? We love giveaways. All right. I love that. Bring it on. There's this small little tiny song that Kingdom Collapse did called Unbreakable. I've never heard of it. Yeah, most Me neither. Have. I'll go look it up when it's done. No, I'll I'll it. I don't even know who the fuck the band is. I hey, y'all think I know Noctane? Lisa? I, I've got no idea who they are. I don't know who Kingdom Collapse yeah, is. Yeah, nobody knows who that is, right? No, so, um, I got permission from the band. Uh, there's something that I've been holding on to for quite a while. And this is the final sign that Jonathan holds up at the end of the music video. We are going to have the band sign it and frame it. And we're gonna give away. Wow! Nice. <laughs> Here's how we're gonna give away. Never heard of Wait, them. I know who they are. I know who they are. I promise. <laughs> I'm scrolling through Spotify now. Give me a sec. <laughs> um, and, and this goes to show again, it's the partnership. We're giving this away, but we want no credit out of it. Um, we want it to go to support our band. Um, and so, uh, if you go onto TikTok and share your unbreakable stories. So you're gonna put hashtag my unbreakable story and tag the band in it, you know, hashtag band in it. They're gonna select somebody and we're gonna have this frame and signed by the entire band and we're gonna send it to them. So are you gonna post this across your social media platforms as well? Because I know that? we'd like to, are you gonna post this across your social media platforms as well? I know we'd like to share yes. it. Yeah, no we're definitely yeah. gonna we'll we'll do a formal post about it, but Fantastic. I figured we'd save the uh, announcement here because. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. From the history of what we've done and what class Do y'all have dates on that? When it goes, when it starts, and when it ends yet? We haven't gone that far into detail, uh, but we'll put we'll put that on the. the sure. Hey, let <laughs> let us know, and like Lisa said, we'll 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 connect that to all of our stuff as well because that's super kick-ass and uh anybody that competes in that that doesn't go give crooked media a like follow share right hashtag whatever you're an asshole so don't be an asshole <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would look good right where that motley crew poster is 
Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about where I just got my ball right now. <laughs> and none of us are allowed to win. I'll go ahead and say that right here. None of us are oh, allowed to win. The one detriment of being on the podcast and being part of this team is we don't get to win anything. Don't get to win. <laughs> no. We just get to talk to cool, kick-ass people like you guys. Thank you so much for being part of our show That's how we win. That's how we win. Right, exactly. So, so if 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 a band was going to hit you up or people wanted to find you, where's the best place for them to do that? So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube uh, at Crooked Media. Uh, you can search us on any of those platforms, and they all link to each other. We're probably most active on Instagram. Uh, so at Crooked Media, um, and we love to work with you. Uh, we're super, super thankful for every opportunity that we've had this far. Uh, it's such a fun journey, and we'd love to start a partnership with anybody that's ready to. Um, if you're ready to go the long haul, like let's do this together and let's have some fun and create together. Last quick question: If I wanted to call you tonight, how like how far out are you already out in 2024? As of right now, today's January so 10th. we're booked out to about, I would say, May. Damn. Wow. Okay. I mean, good, that's good and bad. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It's good and bad. Like I said, it's not our full-time job, but I I do – don't just do music. Uh, there are other things that we dabble in as well. Uh, we're most passionate about music. Uh, and so that's where we have the most fun. But um, – yeah, I would say realistically, probably not until about May. Um, That's fair enough. This is January the tenth when he answered that question, twenty twenty four. So, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know you're that, or you can call us. Um, I'll give a phone number. It's two one zero five four zero one three seven three. My name is Kevin, and this is Anthony. And uh, we've been super appreciative to spend the evening with you guys. And, and talk music and have some fun. We'd love to create your next project. Man. Yeah. Love it. Great. Great. We, we, we've talked about this last year, all of us over here on this side of the screen about having more people in the industry on the show and not just the artists, which we obviously love the artists. We do, but this was a kick-ass conversation and we really appreciate you guys uh, for taking the time out of your night to do that. I mean, that's, there's a lot of nuggets in there. Uh, if you're up and coming artist and and you you know there was a lot of questions answered so I hope y'all enjoy, I hope y'all enjoyed as much as we did. Yeah, thank you for being so candid with us and uh, appreciate your humility and willing to help all these bands. You guys just putting out a great product, so we're so happy to highlight you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. You said it earlier, right? It's there's a large spectrum of people that you work in the background, and uh, I think you'll find too that we need to give them credit as well. So, I mean. It all goes hand in hand. Everybody has a part to play, and we're just as passionate as they are. So, super thankful. Thanks for having us. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks so much for checking out the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have you downloaded the Sound 228 radio app yet? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out. Stay connected to everything that we're doing here at The Sound just by downloading our free app inside the App Store or Google Play. 
Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. You can listen to our radio station where we promote all the up-and-coming bands that we're trying to promote here at The Sound. You can stay connected to our Facebook page, Instagram. There's links to our website and to The Sound 228 magazine where we're featuring articles on all the up-and-coming bands, venues, artists, photographers, everything inside the music world that you need to know about right here in one app. Download it now. You won't be disappointed.